Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi listeners, this is Peter Hunt, back in the Proper Lookout podcast. Today I'm going to speak about some further reflections on the matter of AAI and Singh, which is the first Supreme Court decision considering any section of the Motor Accident Injuries Act, or MIA. As listeners will recall, Justice Fagan was asked to look at the no-fault provisions in Part 5 of MIA and consider how they have any application to Part 3 of MIA, which deals, of course, with claims for state benefits. And as uh, most people now know, his honour found that even though the word stat benefits appear six times in Part 5, Part 5 actually has no application whatsoever when it comes to assessing stat benefit claims. If you want to know more about the reasoning for that finding, you can read Andrew Gorman's case note, which is on our website, or listen to Episode 60 of um, this podcast series where we go into more detail. But essentially, his honour found that Section 5.2, subsection 1 of Maya, which is the deeming provision when it comes to no-fault accidents, cannot be used to deem a driver to be at fault for the purpose of terminating stat benefits at the 26-week mark. His Honour made that finding in very strong terms. He said that to find otherwise would be to subvert, strong language, subvert the intention of the Act where only people actually at fault are cut off at the 26-week mark when it comes to state benefit claims. So I thought I'd say a few more words about the impact of His Honour's findings when it comes to common law claims, both under Meyer and I think also under MACA, because the words are relevantly the same. So there's some similar impact. Firstly, in dealing with what is a no-fault accident under Meyer or a blameless accident under MACA, His Honour looked at the definition of no-fault accident in Maya, which is section 5.1. Section 5.1 reads, no fault motor accident means a motor accident in the state not caused by the fault of the owner or driver of any motor vehicle involved in the accident in the use or operation of the vehicle and not caused by the fault of any other person. Now, the insurer argued in Singh that the words not caused by the fault of any other person should be given a narrow meaning to allude only to the people involved directly in the accident, that is, the driver, any passengers, any pedestrians, and to exclude people indirectly involved in the accident. In this case, the people who packed the storage container which was placed in the trailer Mr Singh was hauling in his truck. It was accepted that there was negligence in the, or probably at least negligence in the way the container was stacked, causing the vehicle to roll over. But that was an indirect cause of the motor accident. Um, but he's only rejected that argument and found that the words not caused by the fault of any other person mean exactly that. So if there's any fault by anybody, whether directly or indirectly, then it is not a no-fault accident. So in this case, given that there was probably fault in the way the 
shipping container was loaded and that fault had a causative impact on the way the accident transpired, it follows that Mr Singh's accident was not a no-fault accident. As I said, I think the same reasoning would apply under MACA, where the definition of a blameless accident is, for all relevant purposes, the same as the definition of a no-fault accident in Section 5.1 in Maya. So just to make that clear, if there's any fault by anyone which makes a material contribution to the accident, then it is not a no-fault accident under either Maya or MACA. The other interesting finding made by Justice Fagan in Singh was the distinction between Section 5.2 of Maya, which deems fault in the causation of an injury from Section 3.11 and 3.28 in the Stat Benefits part of the Act, which talks about fault in the causation of the motor accident. And his honour found that those were two different concepts which could not be conflated. And that was the reason why Section 5.2 could not be used to deem fault in the causation of the motor accident for the purpose of cutting off stat benefits at 26 weeks. So that distinction between causation of the motor accident and causation of the injury has some subtle flow-on effects, I think, when it comes to the rest of Part 5 of Maya. Firstly, there's the driver exclusion in Section 5.4. That section refers to a contribution by the driver of the vehicle to the causation of the motor accident, as distinct from causation to the driver's injury. So if the driver was not wearing his seatbelt, that is not a ground to deny the driver common law damages under Section 5.4. 5.4 is only engaged where there is contribution by the driver to the cause of the motor accident, even if that contribution is involuntarily not the sole cause and not amounting to negligence. But causation of injury is a ground for reducing an injured person's common law damages for contributory negligence. So if the driver was not wearing his seatbelt in a no-fault accident and the failure to do so amplified the extent of their injury and loss, then that can be used to reduce their damages. The other aspect of Singh is that the recovery provision in Section 5.6 of Maya has no role to play. That's because if somebody's at fault to the extent where a recovery action would be viable, then by definition it's not a no-fault accident. Well, I hope that makes sense. Clearly there's more thinking to be done in the area of uh, no-fault accidents and indeed His Honour makes recommendations for amendment to the Act to make it more workable. If you have any questions, let me know. And if you have any feedback or if there are any dissenting voices, I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, thanks very much. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.